What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, Super Bowl. Vegas, he sends in streets, red is too cold. Cardinal Waller, it can't be stopped. Jacobs with the rock, O line hit the blocks. Offense off the chain, defense is ready. Pay the nation one goal just when Vegas. What up, what up, what up, Raider Nation? This is Neil Maligno. I am the host of What Happens in Vegas. I appreciate you guys for joining me as always. I was going to release this episode like Thursday, Friday, and I thought, you know what? The Raiders play Monday night. Why, why release it so early? Why not release it the day of the big game? The opportunity that the Raiders have in front of them against the Chargers to go 4-0 if the Raiders win, um, that'll be big. That'll be huge. Um, and it'll also put them at the top of the AFC West since the Broncos lost yesterday. It will put them in, you know, control as of right now, early in the season. Obviously, it's very early. Um, but the Raiders are one. I think there's only one of the team in the league right now that's undefeated. So if the Raiders win, they'll be one of two teams as of right now. Obviously, they haven't played yet, so they are one of two teams. But um, we'll see how, how it plays out. This game is a, a good one, man. It's a good one. It's Monday night football. It's in front of the world. It's the Raiders, you know, having an opportunity to prove that their three and O is not a hoax. It's not fake. It's earned. It's deserved. That you know they should be wearing that that undefeated status. Um, and no, you know, there's not many teams that are a, a bigger challenge than the one in your division, the one led by Justin Herbert, the one with an offense that can go crazy off on you. So this is a big game. This is a big game. No matter how you slice it, it's a dangerous game. This game is not easy. This game, whatever team wins, it should be hard fought. I'm not expecting there to be a blowout on either end. It's not even the Raiders style to be blowing out teams as we've seen so far. So this is a huge game. And you got two quarterbacks who are on fire in Derek Carr and Justin Herbert. Can't really ask for... You know, there's you know there's certain quarterbacks that these teams are being led by that fan bases are super excited about, and when you have a Justin Herbert, he's one of them, right? I mean, and just the AFC West alone, you got Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, who has obviously proved he belongs here, and now, you know, of course, the Broncos can't have that awesome title of quarterback that they love. <laughs> It was nice to see the the the, uh, the Ravens running the ball on the last play. They thought that the Broncos felt they should have kneeled it, and they were all pissed off. Hey, man, you want to win games? Play better. Stop teams. They were doing whatever they wanted to do. The game's not over till the clock hits zero. Just because you're accustomed to a team doing a certain thing doesn't mean that's how it has to play out. So sorry, Bronco fans. You got your first L. Um, your 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 three and O was shaky to start with. Because of the teams you played, the competition you went against, it wasn't like the Raiders 3-0 in my opinion. And so there you are. You got your first loss of the season. Um, I'm hoping the Raiders don't play out that way. And if they do, I hope it's not, it doesn't become a blowout or anything like what, what happened to the Broncos. Um, so you got all these interesting matchups, right? You got Justin Herbert versus Derek Carr, which is going to be fun. We'll see what happens with Josh Jacobs if he plays or not. Even if he does... I still feel like we're going to get a heavy dose of Peyton Barber. 
Gruden loves him. He did good last week. Um, you know, he he proved at least if if we let last week speak, you know, have any have any cr- credit that if the O line blocks and the team is doing well, that Barber can move the ball. Um, he did it. But I, I really hope Josh Jacobs plays. I would love to see him play. But again, if he's not, he's not if he's not in a good place and it's just too risky and it's going to affect him, then I understand you know not running him out there. But it definitely is going to hold us back. Uh, every game that Josh Jacobs is out, I don't care how well Pey- Peyton Barber plays or you know how, how successful anybody else is, it's not good you know for Josh Jacobs not to play. So it sucks. I would love to see Kenyon Drake you know, make some things happen. I understand he's getting some targets. He's not running the ball a ton. It still annoys me a little bit because when we signed him, I was expecting more. I know it's early and this team could continue to kind of, you know, evolve and add more to his plate. Who knows? Maybe the Raiders are trying to take it lightly on him because they don't want to wear him out. You know, maybe that's possible as well. Jacobs is hurt. You don't want to lose Drake as well. You're out here running Barber. I don't know. I'm trying to think positive here. Because you throw a bunch of money at Drake, and I defended it. But the uh, I feel like there should be more usage, especially while Jake was out, to um, warrant the money you gave and, and the hype you, you, you fed early on into that. But um, that's besides the point. So we got some of the storylines. Some of the big storylines here is we have so many guys coming that, are, that were former Chargers um, you know, playing in this game. All the way up to our all the way up to our defensive coordinator, the defensive coach, Gus Bradley, um, was a coach of the Chargers. And so we got him going back, uh, defensive back coach Ron Miles, and then you got all kinds of guys. Um, Teamer, Square, Perriman, Hayward, uh, Darius. There's just like a whole bunch of guys. I might be missing someone, I don't know, but um a whole bunch of players who and they've all been playing pretty damn well. Not Teamer, obviously, and Square, but Everybody else has been playing pretty, you know, pretty high level football for the Raiders. Leaders of some sort at their positions. Hayward has been on fire. Perryman has been crushing it at linebacker. Very unexpected. Hayward, I expected a little more. I knew he was going to be a starter, but Perryman just lighting it up. I did not expect it. I would be a liar if I sat here and said that I expected Perryman to come out here and and be such a leader for the linebackers and be out there and be so dependable because he's doing it not just in the run game, but in the you know, the passing game as well. He, he's defending it well. So it's been good. So you get all these guys, you know, motivated, chips on their shoulders to play against their former team. Again, uh, anyone who knows me knows that I'm not just uh, into hearing about stats and hearing about spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff. I'm about the story, the storyline, the the stuff that we can't document and put on paper and quantify, you know, with data and facts. The storyline of Gus Bradley and these guys returning um, to, to go against the Chargers has value. It means something, and I believe in it. Um, so they're coming in with chips on their shoulder. Gus Bradley is coming in with an idea. He did say, you know, I have a good feel for the personnel. Um, you know, he didn't say nothing bad about them in the press conference, but he just said, like, you know, I have a good idea for their personnel. I have a good feel for them, obviously. You know, the offense is different, but it's a lot of the same guys. Um, he clearly has a lot of respect for what that offense can do. You know, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams has been really good. Keenan Allen, Eckler, like he knows what they're capable of, right? Like he practiced against these guys. And so he knows what they're capable of. And so I think that gives us a head up, leg up um, more than it, more than it gives them. 
I think I think it, I think it helps us a lot. The players being familiar with those guys helps a lot. This you could argue. I mean, the Steelers have a really good offense, but Big Ben is finished. He's finished. Um, the Ravens have a good offense, but it's more like Lamar Jackson is the threat, and it's a unique threat. Um, and then the Dolphins, they didn't have their starting quarterback. They're not they're not considered um as much of an offense as the Chargers are. So this will be the, the Raiders' biggest test offensively from an offensive standpoint, uh, the opponent's offense. These guys can score points in seconds. They'll put up big numbers if they want to. And so this is the Raiders' truest test as far as the Raiders' defense is concerned. We think they've improved. We think that Gus Bradley's system has has helped them. Um, the numbers show that. The wins show that. The big plays have shown that. Um, their comfort, their speed, everything has shown that. But will it be good enough to step up against this offense? We'll, we'll find out. We're going to find out real, real quick. Because as we've talked about here you know, plenty of times, we, we know this offense, the Raiders offense, can score points. We know Derek Carr can score points. We're watching this O-line you know, as makeshift as it's been, you know, get out there and protect him at times really well. Other times, struggle some. But we know that they can, you know, when when they protect Derek and they give him enough time up there to, you know, to make decisions and call shots, that guys like Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards and and Renfro um, have stepped up, have stepped up in critical moments. Waller, um, who, you know, of course, we expect him to step up, but he's 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 already, you know, proven that. But guys like Ruggs and Edwards and uh, even Zay Jones has his moments like these guys. um you know, are showing that Carr is special. He's doing really well. And those guys stepping up, you know, you always get back into this conversation like, does the quarterback make the wide receivers better? Are the wide receivers making the quarterback better? I think at this point, it's pretty obvious that Carr is really good at being a quarterback because no matter who we cycle in here, a wide receiver, he does get to a point where he puts up good numbers for them. He wins games with them. He just needs to be protected. And he needs a defense that can stop the other team from scoring points sometimes. Sometimes. They got to be able to come up with big plays, take the ball away from the other team, you know, get them to punt the ball. It just has to happen for Derek Carr to win games. And that's for any quarterback. Uh, it's just Derek Carr has been, uh, you feel like, judged more harshly than other quarterbacks. I could be wrong, right? It could just be I'm a Raider fan and I see it and I have to defend it and I hate it. But He's doing really well. I mean, he's one of the most efficient passers in the league. He's completing at a pretty high percentage. He's putting up points and scoring when needed. He's doing, you know, staying, uh, you know, a real solid leader in general on the field in overtime and and all this kind of stuff. There's obviously plenty of, of space for Derek to improve. I would like to see him do more in the first quarter of games, make us, you know, jump out to an early lead maybe and feel a little more comfortable. Um and again, it's not all his fault, but he's going to get a lot of the blame and credit, just as all quarterbacks do when these things happen. Um, th- but, th- but this is a big game. I'm really excited about this. All, all Raider fans are excited about this. The NFL fans in general should be excited about this. This game is going to have huge um, fantasy uh, you know, impact because so many of these players, uh, Derek Carr, Herbert, Waller, some of the Raiders wide receivers, depending on how deep the leagues are, Mike Williams, Keen Allen, Eckler, Jacobs, if he plays, uh, Waller. Yeah, all these guys, man, are on fancy teams. They're in starting lineups. Um, this is no doubt 
going to be one of those days in fantasy football. The fantasy you know, football community knows what this is like, where so many games are going to be won and lost on, on, on just Monday. Like It's going to be such a heavy swing. You could be up by 60 points, 70 points, 80 points. Depending on how many players the other team has, you don't feel comfortable. You don't feel safe right now because these are two teams who can put up points. They've put up points all season long. Um, and so this is going to be a big uh, game fantasy-wise. If you get on fantasy Twitter, you're going to see them going left and right, up and down, happy, sad, as players score and, and things happen. So um, when you look at the bets, I believe the Chargers are the favorite by a few points. Um, so if you want to bet that way, you can, I, of course I'm Raiders victory, baby. I'm not, I don't go into any week and say the Raiders are going to lose. So if you're a betting man, I'm saying Raiders victory. Uh, I don't know exactly what the points are. I want to say it was like 50 something. I would think over under on the points, but 55 or something like that. So, you know, I, do I think it's gonna be a high scoring game? I, I actually think it will be pretty high scoring. I think both teams will score at least 20. Um, I mean, higher than 20 points, you know? So, um, so I wouldn't be surprised, but I think that we're looking at uh, Chargers, maybe a let, – let's go with a 28-21 game. I can see being possible. Uh, I would love for the Raiders to score more. <laughs> I would love for the Chargers to score less. Um, but, yeah, I'm feeling good about this. This game is going to come down to, you know, the defenses because both these offenses can put up points. Um I'm not concerned about, you know, Derek scoring against their defense. I think he'll have no problem as long as he can stay upright. This is going to be a big game again. It keeps, if you think about it, these games, we keep talking about it, comes down to can this offensive line defend Derek Carr? He's going to be going up against Boza this week, you know, and that's not comforting. <laughs> Boza uh, is definitely one of the top flight, you know, defensive ends out there. Pass rushers, we should say. And, you know, this is going to be a big game for Leatherwood. You know, can the rookie defend and keep Joey off? Um, they, have, they have a few pretty good guys on defense. You know? They're not bad. And they're getting better. They're improving. You can tell. So, we'll we'll, we'll see. I, I think some of the variables are going to be Josh Jacobs if he plays or not. If not. After last week, I have faith in Peyton Barber and Kenyon Drake. I, I'll, I'll admit I was an early doubter of Peyton Barber. It was par- partially because they signed him late, and then they put him over Drake. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, I know Drake was supposed to be involved in the passing game more, but that to me, that was when there was a healthy Jacobs. When there was no Jacobs, and I thought, well, then this guy is great to fill in for Jacobs. So when that didn't happen, I was kind of like already eh on Barber. Uh, and then he started doing some things that were very questionable. And I was like, why are we doing this? Um, but, you know, he made me he proved me wrong last week. So, you know, we'll we'll see if those two can can, you know, make things happen against this Chargers defense. We'll see. I really hope Jacobs plays, man. He's had, a, you know, I, I again, if he can't go, there's no reason to you know, risk injury this early in the season to keep it going and make it, a, you know, a long stretched out injury. But. If he could play, it'd be great because he definitely makes a difference. There's no question. When you watched last week, I know Barber played well, but Jacobs definitely makes a difference. If Jacobs was in that game, it definitely would have been different. You can't convince me otherwise. Max Crosby and Gakwe, I, you know, we, we love those two, right? And they, they, they continue to be one of the better, you know, pa- edge rushers in the league, pass rushers in the league. They're getting so many 
quarterback pressures and sacks, and they're just crushing it up there. But the underrated guys are guys like Carl and Solomon Thomas and these guys who are actually getting in there and really crushing it. Um, and again, even again, I'm not, I was not going into the season. I was concerned about guys like that. I wasn't sure about how good they would be. Um, and they're in there making a lot, even, even the sacks aside, they're pressuring the quarterback. They're, they're, they're doing their thing. So when guys like Max and the defensive tackles are, are quiet, those two come in there and they make noise. So I'm liking that they're making an easier job for the secondary. Again, I'm just all, all on board. The Gus Bradley defense, I'm all aboard. I'm all in. I think he'll make things difficult for Herbert, but Justin is real man. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, but I think that, you know, they can put this guy under pressure, maybe make him make some bad decisions. We'll see. But either way, this can be a really fun game. Of course, I'm riding with the Raiders. Of course, everyone listening. If you're not riding with the Raiders, I don't know why you're listening to the podcast, to be quite honest with you, because <laughs> that's what we do here. We are the Raider faithful. Um, but shout out to everybody who's been listening. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Clock Dodgers. Uh, I love chopping it up with you guys during the game. So follow me so that today when we're watching the game, we can chop it up. I like to mix it up. I'm going to be on there talking shit. I'm going to be on there. You know, if the Raiders are up, I'm going to be talking shit and dogging the Chargers. If we're down, if we're making bad plays, you're going to hear that too. I'm not biased to the point where I won't acknowledge when the Raiders are playing bad, when certain players are not doing well. I'm all up in it. Um, I'm emotional. I'm passionate. You know that from listening to the show. Um, so get on there with me. I know you are too. That's why you're listening to this. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are one of the most loyal, passionate Raider fans there is. And so let's follow on Twitter and everything so we can chop it up and talk on there, continue the conversation and support our team at Clock Dodgers on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe to the show. I know you're listening, but your subscription helps grow the show. I know you're listening, but leave a review. Go to Apple Podcasts. It takes a couple of seconds. Hit five stars. Leave a quick review. I know you're listening. I know you're I know you're doing that. And that's super appreciative. And I can't thank you enough for that. But that little extra step of hitting subscribe or leaving a review or doing both, it means everything to me. And it helps us grow this platform. And of course you tweeting it out and sharing it and doing all that stuff. I can't thank you enough for that. Um and so all the all that continued support. It's just the Raider way. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you guys as always. Um, but I, I enjoy chopping it up with you guys on Instagram and, and Twitter and all those places. So uh, that's just add a bonus, you know, to what we're doing here, to what we're building. So um, let's go ahead and, and, and do that. Hit subscribe. Leave a review. I appreciate you guys. Raiders, let's get another W. Let's make this 4-0. Let's be one of the teams leading the league. Make this a statement game. This is a chance for the Raiders to make a real statement. I mean, we've done that so far this season, but this will be a nice, you know, cherry on top early in the season for the first half of the, you know, early, early, early portion of the season. Let's be that one of those teams where they got to put us at the top of the power rankings. They can't deny it. They can't deny putting us at the top of the AFC West. They can't deny that Chiefs fans are worried. They're concerned that the Raiders are legitimately the best team in the division. Bronco fans. You guys started off hot, but I don't, I'm not buying it. <laughs> so we'll see how you guys continue to proceed. But um, this is where the Raiders have a real opportunity to take a, a big jump. I know it's early, but a big jump and, and prove a lot of people wrong and, 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 and put a lot of confidence in the team. This team is flying high right now. They're feeling really good about themselves. They're playing for each other. And, and winning this game would be big, huge. Again, I'm in the storylines. This would be a huge storyline for this team. Um, and it, it, it matters. All right, guys. As always, what happens in Vegas is Raiders championships. Let's go 4-0, baby. This is the Clock Dodgers Podcast.